I never run from no smoke. Take it all until I choke. I keep that business on me. Cause it's just business on me. All bodies don't have grades and all grades don't have bodies. And this is like honesty. Cause these niggas is flashy like constantly. A fuck bitch could never. Lying. I spit intelligent ignorant bars. Can't deny that. Tell these niggas still harder. I will not buy that. <laughs> okay. 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 How about the glad bag home? You was trash. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 10 of Lips Unlocked. Episode 10 of Lips Unlocked. This episode is going to be called Something Like Family. I am the independent international recording artist, you know, Jill of all trades, you know, always loyal and been royal. Femsy, Queen Day. Thank you. That's the name. Let me just say this really quick. It's been a couple of weeks, been on a bit of a hiatus, you know, taking care of me. And that's that. Today's that's that case in point <laughs> but i'm here not gone nowhere this is going to continue and i'm going to continue to continue to be me so this is my husband <laughs> again since you guys love seeing him so much i'm gonna have him on more how's it going guys mr brown thank you for being here um i'm not sure if i said it already but this episode is called something like family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is a song that we're going to dissect today this is what we're going to talk about in the, you know, with the gist of a lot of other things as well. But this is what we're going to talk about. We're going to get down and dissect it and get down to the nitty gritty of what the fuck it actually means. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> not everyone understood it and did come out in 2018. And it is personal. It's about family. It was, it was more of an album filler, throwaway track, but it still meant a lot to me. Um, I said a lot that I meant and I meant a lot that I said. And it just, it worked. It worked in my favor and it still does. So with that being said, let's get into it. I'm going to play the song, Something Like Family. If you guys haven't heard it, it's on all platforms. Mm -hmm. Something Like Family. And that's that. Let's get to it. I really like the beat. I don't talk to my mom since a baby bitch. I've been strong. Always push on she. Wish she could have been strong. Most would call it wrong, but this is my truth and my song. At least she wasn't dancing. Out in no phones. What we gonna do now? Is that this song? Wish my nana could hear this song. We be jamming all night long. Kicking it up until the break of dawn. Wish she was here to see. You far gone. As a woman, I can't respect you. Had to check you, cause you neglected. You've been messing, always stressing. Always chose niggas over your blessings. So when that time comes, better leave a message. Cause best believe, I'm outliving. Cloud chilling, nigga feeling. Never take a feeling. Nah, I can't conceal it. How I be feeling? Cause you don't have no motherfucking business. It's crazy though. Why the fuck would you? Had a nigga baby though. Didn't have to tell me shit. I knew I wasn't maybe though. I could kill you both. Fuck Twan, be doing the most. Can't even leave the ghost. That nigga stay ghost. Sperm daughter. Fuck boy, trying to life coach. How you lay with him? Finally used the brain not to stay with him. Sometimes I wish he just came in his hand, but fucking him out shit. Give me bands. Thick and educated, know where I stand. Travel the road, nigga, see that my hand. Next year, all your friends is my fans. It's all shaded, always deep. Why you think you could break me? Should've let a nurse take me. 
more fucking crazy. Shit, let that nigga run the streets. Didn't have to let him up in your sheets. Knew you was gonna lay hands and feet, but you still wanted that little me. Crazy in the streets. Should've caught that nut himself, be. You never knew me. You never know me. The fuck you really think you got to show me? You below me. Just watch me. Then I'll just see y'all some casualty shit. Bet you think you can match me. You can never be my but it's something like family. Not really what it could be, but it's something like family. Not really what it should be, but it's something like family. Not really what it could be, but it's something like family. Not really what it should be, but it's something like family. Not really what it could be, but it's something like family. Not really what it should be, but it's something like family. Not really what it could be, but it's something like family. you get it now. All the shit I've been through, I'm never playing around. Still fun to be around. Never let shit get me down. It's crazy, y'all. The reason I don't want to have no babies. Used to smack you down when your tummy was real round. Walking round town like he wasn't real foul. Telling lies, but why? Just to get by. Homie, goodbye. Can't wait till the day you fucking fry. Either way, just know I'm good. Ever since I left the hood. Not that you can I was always aware No heart was there Blank stare But guess what I don't care That was good. I like that. That was good. <laughs> First question is also a poor question. Maybe who are you talking about when you wrote this song? Something like family is, is is directed at my biological mother, my biological father. I don't talk to my biological mother, and you know, I just started thirty-one years, twenty-nine years later, talking to my biological father. <laughs> <laughs> um literally if if you hear what I'm saying, because I'm double timing a lot of my lyrics, yep. I I am really breaking down the nitty-gritty and the gist of how I feel and what it felt like to grow up with those two as parents, right? Um that was just that really. I'm talking about Antoine and Rhonda. Right. The fuck? I don't, really, I don't really need to name them because it's not that important. But one of the lines I really liked was since I've been a baby, I've always been strong. Since a baby bitch, I've always been strong. I can't I, let me down. Always was niggas over your blessing, which is horrible. Mm -hmm. I did, but I did like the line. Like the line. speak to the fragility of that lady's mindset. The fragility um, in terms the fragility in terms of what? Because um you can't be choosing deputies over other people over bad things in your bad things in your life. A lot of people choose to, even though it wasn't love, because it was just so toxic. Our environment as children growing up with my mother and her trying to find somebody to be with. Like I get it. Like she was a young mom and she really just wanted to be married, but she really jeopardized 
our well-being for that and kept us through it. So that's why I don't respect her as a woman. As a mother, she could have been better. Absolutely. And people always say, you know, you have to, you know, you don't know what that person sacrificed and yada, yada. If that person, if, 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 if that person ever sat down and said, look, this is what I wanted. This is what I've been through. This is anything. We, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just the respect of the respect, <laughs> like, you know, just like we weren't, we as children, we as, you know, people are asked to be here. Our parents choose what they choose and to keep us or not. I didn't ask to be here. You didn't know none of us did. So you choose to bring children into this world and you choose to keep them because there's so many other avenues. I've said this many times, so many mm -hmm. options. You know, you should choose to want better for not yourself, but your children. I agree. You should choose that. But some people don't care. Mm -hmm. Some people just really don't care. And that was wrong. That was my mother. Mm -hmm. That is. That was. You know. And, and, you know, a lot of people do things and then they get saved and baptized. But you can't, you can't taint and tarnish water or, or anything or any baptismal gowns with 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 things like it's just <laughs> there's so much you know so much more to it all that being said all that being said if you go back and speak to your younger self to little days little teen days while still growing up for those two how old um uh 10. get the fuck out okay i swear before god i would say get the fuck out because next year shit's about to change when i was 11 that's when shit changed for me mm -hmm. I grew up fast because, you know, sexual abuse and all that shit. I would have got the fuck out when I was 10. When I tell you, <laughs> I would have got the fuck out. I would have either been a story on Forensic Files or I would have been a motherfucking story on E-Truth. <laughs> nice. I'm all for that E-Truth. I'm serious. That's literally, but I would have got the fuck out. 10, before I turn 11, I'd be like, okay, I got to go before this happens. I know exactly when the turning point Mm -hmm. was where it was like damn you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. she really don't give a fuck about this <laughs> so now um we know the song is about your two quote-unquote parents something like family generally family but it's directed at those two what would you do or how would you change the curriculum initiatives that meant to help um kids going to broken homes a lot of them don't do a good job or don't do a good enough job well, I mean, as a youth, I stayed in a shelter myself a couple of times, three times. Yes. So, I mean, and even staying in a shelter, I was working. I was working. Like, I had a job. Like, I was young. I was in a shelter. The very first time I was in a shelter, I was 17. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I was in New York when I had left home. And then I got a thing. Like, we got our shit, we got our shit together, whatever. But seeing shelter like being in that situation and meeting people in the streets and living in the streets myself from new york to toronto like at one point like it was just it was crazy like there's i wish i could just tell kids like honestly like there regardless of your situation just stay focused regardless if you want to do this and that don't like don't just waste your day like there's so many so much wasted time and wasted day just doing nothing sitting at the fire sitting down down chilling with people doing nothing kicking in the nigga car you know doing nothing when you could be literally bettering yourself you could be 
putting that five, 10, 15, $20, $100, $150, $200, $500,000 towards motherfucking stocks, anything. I would really wish that I knew these things and that I had someone around me that was like, bitch, you're better than this and you're going to be better than this. You're going to be something. You're going to be okay. You need to do it sooner right. than later. Right. But I didn't have that. Okay, I understand. That's proper. That's proper. I respect that. I, let me rephrase that. I had it. Sorry. I had it at certain times of my life. Right. The only true mentor I really had that was close to me passed away. And ever since then, I I know the people that was around him and, you know, me and such. And, you know, mm -hmm. Dominique Jackson, that's my aunt. Mm -hmm. No. My uncle who passed away and, you know, Sean Ebony and just really important people that I love and talk to, but that I wasn't as close to as I was with Arbert. I really wish I was, but seeing everyone and where everyone is now and seeing how it is doing this amazing. Okay, good, good. I know I got off a little bit, but okay. it was like, oh, the same for me. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why do you think so many parents have kids and seem to unconsciously, or maybe unconsciously, choose to raise them poorly? It's a, it's a choice. Okay. It's a okay. choice because I know some poor people who don't raise their kids poorly. I see. Like my mother wasn't poor, but she goes, she raised, like she chose to, like we had poverty times because it was a choice. Like it was a choice as to who she had in her life. So my mom would rather jeopardize where we live and if we ate, if we had clothes on our back for her then fiance who wasn't her, her husband now, you know, for his drug habit and things like that. She wouldn't care really you know, as long as he was fed. Mm -hmm. His addiction, so it was. It really wasn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. What was the question again? I'm sorry. Why do you? Why do you think some parents choose, or maybe unconsciously choose, to raise their kids poorly? And to not be alone. People are so afraid of being alone, and oh, I, oh, I've been there. Okay. People okay. are so afraid of being alone, and I've been there, and it's like. The fact is, like, we need to learn how to be alone before we're with anyone else, before we're by ourselves. Absolutely. You know, when we get in our own head to be like, I'm afraid to be alone because I get in my own head. You should try it more. It's not easy. And it's fucked up. And it makes you want to do some fucked up things. But once you control that monster, it's like, okay, you can do anything. Well, <laughs> you can literally. If I could add to that, if I could add to that, a few things. Um, <laughs> when it comes to responsibility and choice, I think it's, excuse me, I'm use the word thing. I know through observation and through discussion that responsibilities, personal, personal, mm -hmm. are not being taken seriously. And this is not just with kids, I think just with life in general. My wife mentioned just not wasting time. And you can have fun, and fun and fun for everybody is different, usually. What I think is fun may not be a sign of what someone else thinks is fun. Right. But I can say this. I think having a good life is more fun than fun is fun. And I'm not sure if a lot of people really understand that. Again, I'm not saying don't party, don't do any of those social things, but most people don't really know what it means or feels like to have a great life, to not wake up to bills, to not um, we don't. to not um, um, have no debt, to have a car that's yours, um, to be in good health. 
mentally, physically, and spiritually. And all these things come with a deliberate choice to every day work on them and to block out things that prevent it. My right. wife says to not waste time on people. Never. Don't waste your time on people because they wouldn't waste their time on you. You want to be able to be to be okay in all four corners of life, not just on social, not just socially. Have the friends party, but have some substance and take care of responsibility. It is, it is, and always has to be your responsibility to take care of what's in your backyard. It's not mine. It's not yours. It's not um, whoever your friends are. These yeah. hoes don't have their own places. They live with people. How they got backyards? And everybody is born in different circumstances. And some right. are born in worse than others. And that's unfortunate. Not your fault. You didn't ask for it. But it's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to take care of your shit. However, may, however bleak it may sound. Very true. It may not be the easiest thing to hear. But your life is in with your is is in your hands, and your cards may suck. But it's always how you deal them. It's always how you deal them. And yes, you're gonna get a lot more likes on social media by complaining about your bullshit. You complain about what someone did, how someone did wrong to you. A lot of your friends will pick up you. But having a great life, winning in all aspects of life, that's true. So a lot of people don't really get, and it's faked a lot on social media. A lot. Responsibility, winning on an actual scale. Is what it's about, and it's not happening enough in real life. Ball out, IRL. Ball out. Um, um, show off all your watches, your cars, your shoes, whatever on Instagram, whatever. Make sure that when you go home, all that stuff is yours. Beats. All stuff is not borrowed, and all the stuff is <laughs> real. This is my two cents. And my, lastly, um, no, my, wife, you're, my uh, wife mentioned stuff about being alone, and she said a lot of things I'm going to say. So many now, people will do anything to not be alone. So many people will literally do anything to not be alone. I'm not saying you should you should be or want to be alone. But if you can't sit in a room, however large or small, just be okay with nothing on, no TV, no music. Just be okay within your own space, in your own head. That's that's not a, a huge problem in itself, but it can lead to a problem. Excuse me, if you're not comfortable in your own head, in your own space by yourself for at least 10 to 20 minutes, work on that. Work on that. Again, I'm not saying be a guy who wants to be alone. I'm saying if you have to be, you won't shatter or woman mentally or ex. You want to be able to be okay in your own space. Does it make you a uh, uh, um, uh, lone wolf? Does it make you antisocial? But I'm okay being by myself for hours. I'm okay being with, with good actual to. friends for hours. Yeah, you have and to. I don't, and let me tell you one thing. If, you're, if you aren't okay with your own company, how will someone else be? You know what I'm saying? Just think about that. You got to be okay when you're with you. Mm. And, and your thoughts and your thoughts have to be solid have to be substantial have to be beneficial and have to be positive i mean experiencing bad thoughts by yourself you have to be able to blow them away and shut them down no you have to speak to somebody. you have to find somebody to talk whether it's a hotline that really doesn't work or it's just somebody to talk to because some some people need somebody not just I don't know the cookie crumbs. I don't know that. I'm not, I'm, I agree. <laughs> Just don't be afraid to be within your space. Yeah, you have to know yourself. But that's the problem. Some people get to know themselves and 
you know. <laughs> Anyhow, next, next question isn't so much <laughs> isn't so much a question about the song, but especially about rap. If you could work with any of the current Toronto rappers, would you? I would. <laughs> I would. Do you want me to name one? You don't have to, but sure. I wasn't going to. I don't think I'm. I should have said. I should have been more specific. Would you work with any of the female Toronto rappers? I would. I would. Which, I definitely. I would. Which two? Only one. Okay. Only, Only one. one. Okay. So far, um, I like her delivery. I like the way she delivers, and she seems eclectic in her ways. I um. Kokanina. You like? I think. You like the way she like delivers the lines, but do you like her lyrical substance? She has character, and there is a lot of substance in her lyrics. Okay. okay. There, she has content. Her, she, she, she has content. That's what, from what I've seen. I've seen a couple of songs, um, a couple of videos on YouTube. She has, she has a certain, you know, type of cadence. It's cool. Okay. Cool. All right. Would you remix the song, the song to my family? No. Okay. Why would I do that? Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe more thoughts came up. That wanna... beat to me is so is so deep, hard hitting but deep. So I wouldn't really redo this one. That that wouldn't be a choice of mine to remix. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Do you think good women are falling for bad men? I don't because I think bad men will always be after good women. And <laughs> that's the thing. And I just think, um, you know, some some bad women find good men and things like that. And then officers attract and nobody wants to hurt anybody. But this is the thing about life. We're here put on this earth to be hurt, to be loved, to be disliked, to be liked, to to find love, to fall out of love, to be hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like all of that is just a cycle. That's life. Okay, to find all of those things. Mm -hmm. Some of us never, some of us do, some of us, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. But mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of people, you know, I, I just, I, I feel like in my, my opinion, in my experience, um, sometimes it's, it's a choice. Right. Um, but what is bad? Bad to some isn't to others. Um, there's there's levels. <laughs> I don't I, violent. Like yeah, I would. I'm not fun with all that. I'm not doing doing with all that. Okay. But somebody okay. who does other types of like criminal activity that's not violent, I don't really. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't really care <laughs> as long as it doesn't get in, like mixed with me. So. Um, Back in high school, I once had we were on a field trip to Boston, and I had one of my teachers tell me that if you put one good girl in a room with nine good women, and you put one bad gets one bad boy in there, the lady will always gravitate toward the bad man. Now, um, that's true. At the time, at the time I heard that, I didn't think that was true. I not now I realize that it's true. And um, we spoke about choice briefly in, in the episode. We did. And if you choose to be with a bad person or a bad guy, whether you are male or female, and bad things happen, it's your fault. Now, to an extent, people will talk because, down. No, to because it. narcissism and sociopaths are really out there. People will really make you make you second guess yourself because 
they've made you feel so good about yourself. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. there's so I've been in that situation. Mm -hmm. I've had someone make me feel so good to the point where when he was really doing me wrong, I was thinking like, is it, it must be me. Right. <laughs> it has to be. There's mm -hmm. no, and there's nothing that could tell me it wasn't. Right. So yeah. <laughs> it, Life is about choice. Everything is a Life choice. Life is about choice. And if you choose to go with a bad person, deal with the consequences. That stuff happens to you. You can't blame the other. Is that how you feel about domestic violence? No, no, no. What I'm saying is, I'm you, asking you a question. I just said no, baby. <laughs> okay. I said no twice. <laughs> if you choose to be with a bad guy after overlooking nine good ones, what happens afterwards is not the nine good boys' fault. There's none of that. I'm not saying domestic violence is good. I'm just saying it's about choice. If you see something coming, don't say, I could change you. It's not going to happen to me. Because every person, every girl who said that usually falls victim to the actual. Right. Problem. And it's like, if you know better, do better. Like, I know, you know, I, I've been in that situation and I wouldn't go back to someone if I saw the first time, I'm out of it. But I know some people who will really, you know, be in that situation, get out of it with by the skin of their teeth and then go back and not really get into a situation intentionally right. it happens but not leave the situation and still stay in the situation mm -hmm. just to try to make it better but nothing like that gets better yeah sure, sure. nothing like that gets better and that's the only that's the only unfortunate thing um usually you gotta leave a motherfucker put him in jail shoot him anything for him to be like all right i get it now sure Sure. <laughs> Excuse it. me. I still want to go. Not still. I want to go back to choice again. And everyone has an opinion, but it has a choice. Everything is choice. And things happen. You know, things things happen. All right. I am not perfect by no means. I'm not trying to sit here all grandioso. I'm just saying, if you choose wrong, it happens. It happens. Take responsibility for it and just choose better. And actually, and actually actually do better because there are way too many people who will say certain things excuse me there are too many people who go to a bad relationship blame everybody not take some type of self-examination that comes in a lot of a lot of different ways and some people may think that self-examination may be costly and it can be it could be to an extent sometimes depending on depending on who you are you may want to travel and that's that's great but stuff like walking going for a walk Stuff like um, biking, saying it right, Epsom salt bath, saying it correctly, those help a dating. Because um, even though you're married like us, we still date each other, obviously. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's right. right. <laughs> you were right. quiet for a minute. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, like, we still go have date night, you know, stuff like that. You have to still do things. Yeah. Also, exercise, too. This exercise but is that's really, the really thing. Too. People will really be angry with people and stay with them and want and I love you and violently thrash them all the time and then we're going on dates all the time or we're still lovey dovey and it's you know things like that. And it's interesting no because shame. it happens. No A lot of people won't leave in front of the babies getting kicked in the back, you know, and they're not going nowhere. And mm -hmm. you know, I I guess I've been in this situation. And I, I would never, years ago, and it, I just couldn't see myself staying with somebody who, now knowing what I know, what I know now, did the same shit. It just doesn't make any sense. You feel me? Sure, sure. So, now, yeah. 
Your songs sell hundreds of millions of records. You become super successful. What's the first thing you buy? Or do, excuse me. What's the first thing you do and become massively successful? <laughs> buy a house in Ghana. <laughs> All right, so what will you do when you become massively successful? <laughs> Honestly? I would buy a house in Ghana. Mm -hmm. I would, because been there, right? <laughs> I would buy a house or two in Ghana, really paid for a house and then stay there once a week, etc. Like, you know, house in Ghana, right? If you have that kind of, you know, home. Right. So, you know, in things like the pandemic, we would have been in Ghana the whole time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I would have rather been in Ghana the whole time. <laughs> And at least a house in somewhere in South America. Yeah, that's what I like to do. That's it. Well, of course, I don't know if it would be New York and LA, or New it would probably be New York and LA. Yeah, so four is fine. Because that's a cute okay. real estate portfolio. A lot of people have way more than that. Right. Four is maintainable, yes. paid for, and yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. What record company would you work for? If you I would like for? to be A and R one day. Okay. After I want to um, get into studying the, the business of music. Mm -hmm. I do know music business, but I want to get into the business of music. So I do want to be A and R one day. I would like to really work with people, sure, and kids. But I have to establish myself first, <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? But I do want to, um, I would like to be a and and, and yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know which label though. I would probably like to have my own at one point or take over some, some what would you call your own record label? I wouldn't. <laughs> Just joking. No, I don't know. Um, I don't know. That's, that's so far in the future. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Maybe it's near. I put it's, that into the atmosphere. I think it's, I think it's closer than you. <laughs> now, this is really important for you personally. All right. So, great song, great story. Thank you. Wonderful beats. Are you elevating? You elevating? Are you ready to cut off any negative people who have been around you who are not living up, leveling up with you? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I ask that because some people don't really understand that concept and it's not as easy as it sounds. It should be. It's not easy as it sounds. But you know, I understand how to love people from afar. Right. You know, I understand that, look, motherfucker, if it ain't meant to be, so be it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's okay. No hard feelings shouldn't be from you either. But there usually is from the other side, you know. Right. But there's no hard feelings. It's like, I wish you the best, but it's just not meant to be. Sure. What are we doing? It doesn't matter what the relationship, situationship, friendship, lovership, quarrelship, whatever. Like, if it's not benefiting us, leave it alone. <laughs> so, guys, um, we spoke, <laughs> spoke a lot about Schwartz on this episode so far, and 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 about bettering yourself in certain situations. You know better, do better. It is so important, so critical that every single person around you is for you and for the betterment of what you're trying to create because 
we're trying to do great work on a large scale, on a large scale, it's going to take every ounce of your energy, and you only have so much energy throughout each given day. You cannot have even one person saying one thing slightly off. I mean, slightly off. I'll give you an example here. I'll give you an example here. I'll give you an example. Um, let's say that you're, let's say that you've just um, um, accomplished a big feat in your career, whether it be uh, selling a, a great product or maybe being accepted in a great group or whatever. And you want to celebrate with some friends, right? You bring like, you bring like uh, 10 of your closest friends, and maybe one of them you haven't seen in like a few years. And one of these friends says to another guest, not to you, but one of these friends at your party says to another guest, this guy's kind of showing off a little bit, isn't he? He's not saying this to you. He's not saying this to you, but you found out about this. Now, there are multiple ways you can have in that situation. But if that were me, I would, if I found out that happened, I would have personally gone up to that person and said, time for you to go. Period. That makes sense. You cannot have one person saying even one slight thing that's not in your favor. The people around you have to be happy for your success. Because, sure? because if you're the one creating something, you brought those people into your, into your circle. They all have to appreciate the work that you did because it helps everybody level up. And if even one person does not appreciate it, or value it, or want to help it get better, that person has to go. Simple. There's no excuses. There's no compromises. You cannot. Um, don't feel bad about it either, because people feel bad sometimes. Feel bad for who? What? Where? Sometimes when? you feel bad for having <laughs> to cut people out. You know what? That means you're a good person. You make more money when you cut motherfuckers off. Any wrong. Huh. But remember, you're trying to build something great on a massive scale. Mm -hmm. I assume you're not. I assume <laughs> that you don't want to do something small business like. I'm assuming. I know I don't. I know my wife doesn't. And to, and to build the next Nike, to build the next, um, let's say, to build the next Marvel Studios, to be the next whatever. It's going to take a lot more energy, a lot more strength up here than you think. And you absolutely cannot allow any person around you to stop even 1% of energy go. That's true. It's, it's, it's something talked about a lot. It's something that's not mastered. It has to, it has to, it has to be implemented if you want to reach what you want to reach. I'm assuming that you want to be big, right? I don't care if that person saying something yeah. even slightly off is your mom, your grandma, a cousin, or even just an employee who you had a while ago. Get them out respectfully. Maybe you want to do a little fuck you action to them, which is fine too. But do not allow even one person to say even one thing that's off when you're doing your work or celebrating. Don't let one person, anybody, throw you off your game. That's how it is. Like, don't let nobody, don't let nobody distract you from what you want to do mm -hmm. in any sense. Basically, you see, this is all about this. This is always, always been about growing. You know what I'm saying? And it is not, um, it's not something that we truly understand because so many of us are pretending to be bigger than we are, which is kind of okay. The fake team make stuff. I get where that comes from. So many people, everything is rented. That's how. Sure. Everything is rented. Sure. You know, bagged, barred, barred, and stolen. Everything <laughs> Anything, you know what I'm saying? For they change, for they everything. And it's cool. Do you? I don't knock no hustle. I'm just saying what it is. 
I'll give you another example. You may not like this band, but 50 Cent did a lot of work with Lloyd Banks and Tony Ayo and all those junior dudes. And he now hates them all. Because, because, especially Lloyd Banks, Lloyd was lazy. Yeah, very lazy. And Tony Ayo didn't respect time. Because 50, <laughs> 50, when this, this is what 50 Cent wrote in his book that came out last year. Also harder, also smarter. This is what he said in the book. He said that Yayo didn't really understand timing and always wanted to show up late to places. Yayo just got out of jail and 50 put him on. But Yayo was always, this is not me talking shit. This is what 50 Cent said. Yayo always told 50, let them wait for us. They want to interview us, let them wait for us. We'll get there when we want to get there. That's why 50 won't be Yayo anymore. 50 does not have one do it. Doesn't care about any of them. <laughs> they didn't grow up here. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't grow up elevate here. with the business of music. Yeah, not just music business. Doesn't matter if you're a beginner or uh, or an expert. We have to be somewhere at two o'clock. Be there at one forty-five. Period. Of course. Period. Of course. Of course, you have to be. That's the thing about it. Punctuality is consideration. And consideration is two. <laughs> Mandatory. It's fucking true, though. Now, you wouldn't remix the song, I get it. But is, is there, could there be a potential part two? Of the something song? like Family? Yeah. No. Okay. No, not something like Family. Okay. Maybe Daddy's Girl. Sure. 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 We'll get to that later. That could be the next song. <laughs> now, personally, well, I'm out of questions now, but I want to also give a little shout out to everyone who may be in a quote-unquote broken home. Um, the pandemic hasn't helped with a lot of situations when it comes to the home and broken, being broken and, and people yeah. getting into drugs and with it more at home and people literally have to sit at a computer all day like this for eight hours to monitor if there's student is paying attention and if the others like and then you happen to see you know a child is on in florida the, the little girl was on camera her mom got shot by her ex-boyfriend in the back and stuff like that and then there's the you know the parents walking behind the camera getting dressed and stuff like that the kids baby camera all types of stuff and it's just it's a lot it's a lot especially it's just a lot <laughs> it's getting to be the pandemic is adding to the domestic issues in the home yes. and the drugs and just you know the the discord right, right. And, you know and, and i feel like people are allowing it to a lot of people have you know it was fun and then it just it got crazy and or it was crazy and then it maybe got fun or it was just never fun or it was always crazy mm -hmm. or it was maybe always fun hopefully it was always fun for us it was some people you know it wasn't and they can't help the situation and People are scared, people aren't. It's just, it's a lot, mm -hmm. you know, especially now. If you know someone who is in a domestic issue, especially if you're a kid or younger person, pardon me, um, make sure you let them know that where they are is not where they're going to end, that their life does not stop with domestic violence, even, even though it may have started. It's very situation. true. And you know what? Let me say this. Speaking of something like family, when I was 11, I was, you know, um, this guy my mom was dealing with after she had left my crazy drug addict's dad 
at the time, he's not anymore, but at the time, this older man, he, things happened. I was, I was young. I remember being coached in a certain way to not, not be afraid, um, to be okay with what was going on. I don't remember or know how old this man was and things like that. I only really remember what one part of his body looks like thoroughly, to be honest, since I was 11. It's crazy, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna use this, that term, but yeah. This is the this is the this is the thing about family. So my aunt noticed something wasn't right with me as a child, and I didn't remember this until she brought it up to me. She brought me to the police station, but I wouldn't say anything. She and my family thought it was my stepfather who was doing who had done something, you know what I'm saying? Because they knew, you know, I was I grew up all of a sudden, something was something wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? I had known a little too much. Sure. Too much, so I'm all right. So, because she wasn't my parent and my mom wouldn't consent to me going to, to the hospital or something like that, nobody knew like to have me examined or whatever. So nobody knew anything. So, fast forward, like, it's crazy that, like, I didn't say anything until I was 29. About that situation when I was 11. Nothing to nobody until I was 29. And it was social media. It was you I told first, and then it was social media. And then I stopped talking to my cousin because instead of coming to me as grown as women, she went, you know, she addressed me instead of talking to me, giving me a call or anything. Mm -hmm. She just, you know, oh, I heard from my mom that this, instead of, yo, let me talk to you, what's going on? You know, I let me keep it a hundred let me keep it a fucking buck you know what I'm saying I thought she was cool like that I really could give a fuck less which is the best anyways we happy and I'm happy for her stay local it's fun I don't know but yeah and it's crazy because my family for so long thought my stepfather was doing things to me. And my mom never addressed that. I, I wouldn't know if she did. But when my aunt told her what I said when I was 29, my mom said it didn't happen. So, you know, family is interesting. Family is very interesting. I mean, she wasn't around. She was at 7-Eleven or nothing. <laughs> so she would know. <laughs> trying to get on her feet <laughs> once in her life. <laughs> if I may say it, guys. So, um, it kind of goes, that really is a, a great example of what I hope to try to communicate in the next few minutes. Um, if that situation is you, or if you know someone who's in that situation on a wife just described, please just be there for them. Do everything you can to help them. It's and hard because especially kids not going to say much, especially if you're being coached in a certain way. It's hard. We let we we let too much go, and we, we settle for nothing too often. It's not a black thing or a white thing; it's a human thing. We settle for too much bullshit. But we know intrinsically, we know spiritually, no matter how old we are, we know when we're, when we're being wronged. 
Okay, guys? So again, if you know somebody, or if you are this person who's going through something, the life is not over yet. It doesn't end with domestic abuse. This takes better choices. It takes some grit. It takes some intelligence, of course. You also can't quit. Because if you have been born in a bad situation, if you quit, you're just hurting yourself. The potential in your life doesn't have to end with domestic abuse. You understand me? There's so much more that you can do and contribute. Now more than ever, in the light of this nonsense restrictions, <laughs> the pandemic, we, new life, new life. We need each other, and we need to communicate, <laughs> and we need to listen. We need to listen now more than ever, because everyone's going through something. Everyone's going through their own thing, and we need a little less judgmental stuff happening. We need more empathy. We need more courage to check and change situations. A lot of us think things are going to change for us. Okay. We spoke about choice a lot. Things change with choice. That's how it's always been. That's always how it will be. It can get better. It can get worse. But things don't get better by accident. Mm -hmm. So please just listen. Be there for the people who are going through something. Don't be super judgmental. Don't, don't come at them. Don't attack them. Just listen. Just, just understand. And do your part. Just listening authentically does such a good, great thing for people going through bad situations. Listening. Just listening, guys. Just saying, I hear you. I'm going to be there for you. And I'll do whatever I can. We'll be okay. That's so much more than you think. I love you too, baby. <laughs> just please, please just do your part as a as a human. And obviously be better, but just please be there for those who are going through some shit. Please. That's just my, those are my closing thoughts. Thank you. And I appreciate it. And everything. I appreciate everything you have to say. And that, you know, shit. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> you said it. Yeah. Anything that needs to be said, to be honest. And I, shit, I'm fucking speechless. I lost my words. And it's not the JPJ. But anyhow, thank you for being my guest again. I Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. I literally wouldn't have anyone else. And I really don't think I want to have anyone else. So anyhow, this is episode 10, Lips Unlocked. I'm Queen Dej. Episode 10, yes. This is Mr. Brown. Please like. Please share. Yes. And we'll all see you soon, okay? Like, share, comment, talk your shit. And do better. <laughs>